Welcome to the Crack House Chronicles, your favorite true crime podcast. I am Donnie, and with me is a man that wants everyone to know that if he ever posts pictures of him camping, you better send the police because he's being held against his will. It's Dale. <laughs> well, unless we're camping right beside the car in a camper. Yeah. <laughs> camping in the house. Yeah. Dale does not camp. I used to. No, we used to before I had a house. <laughs> When I was still staying with uh, my mom or whatever, we'd go down to the lake and I'd go down and stay for like a week. But, you know, the house was close, so it was like you wasn't really camping, camping. I mean, it was. We'd sleep in there, but I'd still go back to her house, take a shower, all that stuff, and then go back. So. You, didn't, you didn't take a uh, bath in the I lake? I ain't hiking in the damn woods and do it. So. Okay. Yeah, we'll put it so, that way. Okay, well, we'll just stick to what I just said then. Well, you could probably just stop it at hiking, I guess, because I ain't doing no damn hiking either. No. He don't hike even when he's hiking. Heck no, I got a motorcycle. Once I got a motor, them up pedaling and walking, well, that mess is over. That's exactly right. Because <laughs> I'm a lazy bastard. He'll walk to the fridge to get a beer. Ain't that right? What's going on, I'll dude? Go get me one. Oh, same old, same old. Same old, same old? Actually not. This is really going to be exciting. Yeah, we've got a really good case today. Uh, whoo. Yeah, we do. And uh, this We've is, got an amazing guest coming up. Yeah, this is a very recent it's a very right now yeah this is in right now but we're talking about today we're talking about rudy farius yes this has been in the news this is a kid who was 17 at the time that went missing he went missing on march the 6th 2015 yes and this is when uh he had went out to walk a dog or a couple dogs he had there at the house and never came home was the story that's the story yeah yeah he'd been missing for eight years supposedly supposedly yeah so this is a bunch of twists and turns and complications and man, it's just really got messy here now that I don't know. It's just it's just a crazy, crazy story. Yeah, but this is Rudy Farius, and I mean, when I first heard about this, I was like, man. And uh, Quanell X was on the news and giving his thoughts on this, and he's an activist there in Houston, Texas. Yes, and uh, he was contacted by Rudy's mother to take care of this yeah come in and talk to her because she didn't want to talk to the cops exactly she wanted somebody to go with her basically yeah sort of like a middle person kind of deal right yeah and um quanell got involved and i saw him on the news and i was like dale we gotta find this guy right we got him we gotta get in touch with him exactly so we looked into it you know and it's like you said he hit the guy uh, rudy had went missing supposedly when he was what did you say 17 17 and then now it's eight years later 25 and He's come to light, and everybody's like, well, where were you? How you Where you been? He's like, I've been at home the whole time. Yeah. But basically, his mother has been keeping him there and telling him that when he, he supposedly he had gotten a speeding ticket or something when he was going uh, to work or something one day. And I don't know what all was going on, but this was kind of his story and then what we've heard kind of mixed together, that he'd gotten a speeding ticket, and he was in trouble, and his mama told him he was going to go to jail, and he was in trouble, so he ran away. And he, that's why he said was the reasoning now. There might be more behind it, but so far we really don't know because it's so so early. But anyway, he came back home two days later, and his mother said, well, you know, now there's a warrant after you. They spent a lot of time trying to get you, and so you're going to have to hide in the house. So one story I read or heard was where he said that he, she had hid him somewhere for just a little while and then brought him back home and then basically was hiding him in the house. And anytime anybody come over, he would have to go and hide in his room or hide somewhere so basically keep up this facade that he's missing and done this for eight years and there was a lot of stuff going on in this but we can get into that a little more with with uh quinnell but yeah we reached out to quinnell and uh he was so graciously kind to, to answer our call and agree to be on the show yes so we have him on the show and we want to welcome quinnell x to the crack house chronicles dale welcome sir thank you for having me, gentlemen good evening thank you we appreciate you 
first and foremost, Quanell, tell us how how is Rudy? That's why we're here. How is he doing? Rudy, at this time, to be honest with you, is not yet receiving what he so desperately needs. What he needs is a for, a forensic psycho psychotherapist, a forensic psychiatrist. And he needs intensive drug therapy and counseling and treatment. Those are the two most important therapeutic things that Rudy Farias needs. And because of his age, that is somewhat an issue for those who are trying to get it to him because he is no longer a minor. But hopefully by God's grace before the end of the week, Rudy will be receiving what he needs and what he deserves. Okay. And that's medical and therapeutic treatment. Okay, Quanell, tell us, how did you get involved with Rudy's case? A friend of mine reached out to me and said to me that Rudy's mother wanted to speak with me and that she needed to speak with me. She told me a little bit about the missing boy that had been missing for eight years and found. I knew a little about the case, but I hadn't paid much attention to it. Yeah. And so I, I said, well, she can call me, give her my number and tell her she can reach out to me. She did that, and we spoke. And she began to explain to me what she was accused of and what was happening and what was taking place. And I listened intensely, and I said to her, well, if law enforcement is trying to intimidate you or threaten you, with some of the words that they're using about they need to speak with you and why they want to speak with you. I say, well, then I will go with you when it's time for them to interview you. She said, please, I would appreciate that. So the next day, I got a call in the middle of the day and said, I'm going to be meeting with them in 20 minutes. Can you come? I said, well, let me go home and change and I will meet you there. Then she called back in 10 minutes and said, no, I'm at a hotel at the Holiday Inn and they are already here. I said, okay, let me turn around. And I went straight there. That's why I was dressed in the manner that I was dressed, leaving the gym. Yeah. And so when I got there, they were already in the room uh, with Miss Jean. And um, I eventually entered the room and sat next to her And um, while they spoke to her. While they spoke to her, she began to answer questions that they posed to. Well, two of the questions in particular the way she answered those questions were completely opposite of what she had told me the night before. She said that they asked her, well, who is this man that resembles your son, Ruby, that's been seen around your home? She said the night before, she said to me, she said, oh, that's not, that wasn't Rudy. That's my ex-boyfriend. Wow. And right then I'm like, well, wow, maybe she just made a mistake because she's under stress. Mm -hmm. Then what really jumped out at me was they asked her just a week and a half, two weeks before your car was stolen. She said, yes. And she says, they stole my car out of my driveway after I came home from work. They broke in it and stole my car. And then uh, the cop said to her, well, you know, your keys were in the car. She said, huh? And she, like she didn't even know that. Right. And they say, well, your keys were in the car and your car was not broken in two. She said, oh, well, I, I left the keys in there so some, somehow they must have saw the keys in it. 
in the cup holder and just jumped in it. Now, the, the night before, she said to me that her car was stolen and they broke in the car where there was no break-in. Big difference, yeah. Come to, find, come to find out, Rudy actually stole the car the night he ran away mm. from her home to escape the abuse that he was enduring and suffering in that house. Juanel, why did it take Rudy so long to get out of that situation? Why? Why? Or do we know? Or yeah, do we know? Well, this is what Rudy said to me. I believed him. Absolutely, I did. He said he had first ran away eight years ago. He returned home two days later. And she told him, because she had having problems out of him. And she told him, well, if the police catch you, you're going to jail because they've been looking for you. And they spent a lot of resources and manpower looking for you. And because you're back home now, you're going to go to jail if they know who you are. And so you can't tell them who you are. You can't tell anybody your name. So you have to hide out now. So she convinced him that if he identified himself to anyone, in particular, especially the police, that he would go to jail because he initially ran away. And she convinced him that he had a warrant out for his arrest. Wow. Wow. And so the young man is believing all of these years he has warrants off for his arrest for running away. And at the same time, she was keeping him on drugs. She was providing him with mushrooms and particularly called it mushrooms to us, to me and the detective. And he said the drugs caused him to hallucinate. Well, it made her, it made it easier for her to control him. And it made it easier for her to convince him of that which she wanted him to believe. Mm-hmm. And she would lock him in his room often. And um, to be honest with you, I believe this woman had a sick, twisted idea in her mind that she could replace Rudy's deceased father with Rudy. Man. Now, mind you, mind you, when Rudy was a kid and a young boy growing up, he and his mother were never close. It was his older brother who went to the military, who had come home from the military and died in a motorcycle accident. That was really the parent that raised Rudy with other extended family. Janie was not really there for that kid like that. And so she decided, I believe, that she wanted someone that she could control and convince him to play the role of his father in many sick ways because he said to me my mama said to me that i had to be the husband now he said that she told him that you're daddy now and he didn't like it when she called him he didn't like it when she called him daddy Hmm. wow this is like a big twist on like where they say you know instead of just saying you have to be the man of the house she's she's taking this way 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 farther than that that's it's crazy what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, way, way farther than that. Yes. The young boys in the shower, showering, and you come in the bathroom and get butt naked. Man. Pull a, pull a curtain back on it. You know, and I, I, I'll, I'll leave that apart with that. The force that young boy to sleep in your bed. Yeah. When he told you, when he told you he didn't like that, he didn't want to. 
when he told you he felt like you're crossing boundaries and you're kissing him in the mouth? Yeah. And you're telling him and you're telling him, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything wrong. You're a damn liar. You're trying to convince a kid that you got drugged up, doped up, and scared to death that what you're doing to him is okay. And it was not okay. What she did was absolutely dead wrong. Yes, it's wrong. And in my mind, and in my opinion, if this boy is telling you that he wants his privacy and you exposing yourself to him in the shower, if you're making him get in the bed with you and he's telling you he don't like that, don't kiss him. He tell you he don't like that. How in the hell are you going to tell him that's not molestation? Yes, it is. It's, Man, that's it's 100% molestation, Cornell. sad part about it is I believe it was wrong for the detectives to insinuate to him that because you were an adult when these things were happening, Rudy, you could be charged with incest also. He's a victim. What? That's like telling a woman who comes forth saying she was raped. That if they find out one thing is not true, just one, she can be charged also. Yes, same exact same thing. They didn't treat him like a victim. Then they came when they did their interview. I don't know if you saw that hilarious dog and pony show press conference they had. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, was one, that was one of the most confusing press conferences I've ever seen law enforcement give. They even indicated by subtle suggestion in that press conference that Rudy might be a potential suspect also. But you, how's he going to open up and talk to you? Right. And you already in, indicated he possibly might be a suspect also under investigation. Basically, That's just what they say. they're basically just confirming what his mama's been telling him for eight years. Exactly. Oh my God. You know, Quanell, when we first got into this and. Hearing my her first saw you online telling this story, the first thing that might went into my mind was, is Rudy is it was he special needs? Did he was he have some kind of mental disability or something? But then I saw the interview with him. You know they had the face blurred out, and this kid is very articulate. Yeah, he he is very smart. Extensive vocabulary. I yes, yeah. was what she did to him caused some mental health issues to develop. I believe that. Yeah, I think so too. He caused trauma with that young man. Hmm. Giving him drugs like that, hallucinatory drugs, for years. Man, that's wrong. That'll drive anybody crazy. Yes, it would. So how long before he ran away the first time was his brother killed in the accident? I'm not sure. I got that written down. That's a good question, but I'm not sure about that. Because right, in the interview with him, you know, he was really upset about losing his brother, and I just wondered... How far that was back, all he had. Yeah, how far back this abuse goes. Because it could be way before that and that may have been part of why he ran around in the first place. That was all he had. Now let me tell you why law enforcement, I believe, handled the situation the way that they did. Rudy Ferry's father, Rudy Sr., was a HPD police officer who got involved in a scandal in the department and took his own life in his patrol car at the police headquarters. Holy cow. At the police station. And the reason why they didn't go after Janie the way that they would have went after somebody else, they wanted to protect the wife and the family of one of their fallen own. Right. They're trying to protect the bad. And they, yes. And they went in looking at her as the wife 
and the, and the child of one of their own who had fought, who had who had died in the line of duty BS. And that's why they didn't go after like they would have somebody else. Wow. Quanell, why is Rudy telling a different story now? He's saying in his interview that he's being misunderstood, that it wasn't... Seems inter- to me like somebody's made him change his story. Yeah, inappropriate. it wasn't any inappropriate touching or anything like that in his interview. Right. What's happening there, let man? Me, let me say this. There's two things out there that you need to see. At the press conference I held on that Friday, his aunts were at the press conference. His aunts had just left from visiting Rudy before they came to the press conference. Mm-hmm. And they said at the press conference, we believe Quanell X and everything he has said because we asked Rudy, was it true? And Rudy said to them, yes, it was, the things that Quanell X was saying. It was when they scared him about him possibly being charged with incest also because of his age is what spooked that kid, man. Mm. And I'm going to say this in a very sick way. He still feels the need to protect his mother. Because one thing he said to me, one thing he said to me on several occasions in that meeting, I don't want my mom to go to prison. I don't want my mom to go to jail because in his mind, that's all he has. Mm. And he still feels the sick need to protect his mother. Then remember, when we were through speaking with that young man, myself and the detectives, as we stepped out of the room and we're still standing there, she barges in the room and we then begin to question him. Begin to question him. And she's questioning him. Wow. He says to him, you got to take back what you told them or I'll go to prison and I'll kill myself. We heard her say it. Oh, wow. Me and several others right there. Heard her say it. Now there's a there's a there's a recording out there hmm. that we recorded that we recorded of Jamie not even thirty six hours ago. She's on the phone talking to a family friend, and she admits on tape that Rudy did tell me that everything Cornell said he told him. It's, we got it on tape. In fact, I'll tell Sister Iris to send it to you. Yes, please do. Yes. Oh, man, I'm blown away. Yeah, I'm just. In fact, in fact, in fact, it's out on YouTube right now. The tape, the recorded conversation. Why haven't, why haven't this woman been arrested, man? What? Guess the same. They're still dodging it. L- let me say this, my friend. When you watch the police initial press conference. Did they not admit that she told multiple lies to investigators? Did they not admit that this was all a hoax and she had made false police reports? Yeah. Did they not did they not admit that she thwarted ongoing investigations with these lies? Are they not aware of the fundraising schemes she had in Rudy's name collecting money? from Mm. Facebook and other fundraisers that she was having in the city and out of the city. Now, you tell me, gentlemen, when the police have ever come before you, the public, and admitted to somebody that they're looking at has committed all of these crimes, ain't nobody going to jail. Yeah, or even been charged or nothing. Everything I just told you are crimes. Those are crimes. Wow. So it needs to be asked to them, 
when in the hell can all these crimes take place and people just walk free? Right. That you are aware of. Man, I'm, I'm speechless. Yeah, I'm, I'm this, speechless. this is the most messed up case I've ever heard of in my life, Quanell. Thank God for you, brother. I swear. I mean, we Man. appreciate you so much and what you're doing down there. <sighs> Trying to find some kind of justice for Rudy. Well, he's the only one looking out for him. Everybody yeah. else is worried about other stuff. But he's trying to figure the best, trying to get him the best help he can get. When, uh, when was the last time you talked to Rudy? It's been a couple of days. It's been a couple of days. Are they keeping you away from him now? or Not really. Okay. Not really. But I've somewhat kept my distance. I understand. To some, to some degree for a good reason. Yes, sir. I get it. Because... I've stated what I want for him. Treatment and therapy. And he damn well I've stated that. what I want for him to get the help that he needs. Everybody else with different agendas has nothing to do with me, and I don't want to be a part of it. Smart man. What's some of the local uh, talk down there in Houston about this? What are some of the locals saying about it? The same thing you all are saying. they just as confused as you all are. Everybody across the country and the world is just as confused about this case as you are when you look at the history of that mother she is a piece of work i believe it married to multiple men at the same time four five men at the same time well, that's 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 a that's enough right that's there. a crime right there <laughs> man brother listen man and, and then raising money on raising money on gofundme and he knows she right yeah and Rudy and Rudy has admitted she was lying. It's just crazy. Yeah, and that one How thing she, she not be charged. She was crying and all this stuff about where's all the money she raised and that we're all ripping off these people. And then next thing you know, he's like, "Well, no, it wasn't really nothing going." And I was so confused watching this because I'm like, part of it, he's all upset, and the next he's like really defending her, like you say. Like I guess he just he's so confused he don't know what to do. Exactly. Man, he's a kid that needs therapy. That he needs is. help. I feel so bad for him. Is he going to get any therapy, Quanell? Is he going to get it? If I have anything to do with it, yes. But outside of my involvement, I don't know, but I hope and pray so. He needs it. Yeah. Or there'll be another tragic ending, God forbid, to that story. Yeah, he needs some help and help today. Yeah. Exactly. Where exactly. Is, I mean, just not specifically, but where is he staying? You don't have to tell us specific, but what kind of place is he staying in now? With a family friend. Okay. Good. So he's the getting last time he, with a family friend. So he's getting some kind of little loving and attention from um, somebody. I believe so. Much better than what a whole lot better than where he was. Okay. Yes. All right. He just wasn't in a, a hotel room somewhere or By himself. Yeah. Thinking. No. No. Uh, good. No. Okay. That that makes well, me that's feel a little bit. Yeah. That makes me feel a lot better then. Yeah. Where is the Where is the mother now? Where, where does she do now? Where is she at? She's home, I guess. I I was told she went back home. And she's been there off and on. But what she's doing, I don't know. But I will say this. My biggest my biggest fear, and I said this to the detectives. I said, sir, after everything you just heard that young man tell us, you cannot let that young man leave this hotel with that woman. I wouldn't even say his mother. Because to me, that wasn't a mother. That's no. what that kid told me. And the detective, I said, you cannot let that happen. The detective them at at one point put in handcuffs in the other room. If he didn't believe a crime had been committed and that boy didn't speak of crimes, 
Why you put in handcuffs? Good Lord. In hmm. the other room. Why'd you handcuff him? You don't handcuff nobody who you're, you're finna put in jail. That's after right. the victim make a confession. Hell, let him make him want to back to his mama. You was right, mama. You was right. Good Lord, people. Exactly. So now, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous how this has been handled by law enforcement. Nobody understands why this woman has been allowed to walk through. Nobody. Has any other authorities been involved besides local law enforcement? Has the the state or anybody been involved with it, or the? Is it just not that I'm aware. Forever? Yeah, it's just local authorities. Not right, not that I'm aware. Of. Hmm. I mean, I can't believe the lies she told. There was one that she said that he'd been abducted and went to uh, taken to Mexico, then he escaped and come back across the border and followed the moon home or something. Wasn't it? Yeah, followed the moon, followed the moon and the stars to the house. What the heck? To the house. Well, you know, you know. Look, I mean, I've heard of the Twilight Zone, but that's exactly what that was with her interview. Amen. Well, she, yeah, she lives. <laughs> in, she lives in a Twilight lines. Zone. Yeah. God, I'm Well, man, I hope uh, there is some justice and Rudy can get some help. I mean, has anybody offered any kind of free counseling for him? I mean, there have been there have been people calling in, and we've been forwarding information to the family. Yes. Okay. Well, good. Offering. Offering him some help and assistance. Hopefully, he'll he'll jump all over it and take it, and just just sit down and talk, God, talk to people. I I hope so, brother. I really do, because he needs it. But he's twenty five years old now. Exactly. Part of, yeah. So he can make his own decisions. Yeah. Because of his age, it's, it's just going to have to take it slow. Whew. It'll be day it, by day with him. Thing, this thing is going to play itself out for the for the better. Or it's going to play us up out to the, for the worse. Yeah, a lot is in Rudy's court because of his age, but he must have the right people around him that he is willing to listen to. Right. But I do believe this. I don't think Rudy will Rudy will complete open up until law enforcement charge and arrest his mother. Then he can possibly feel safe. Right. Yeah, but then she told him that she'd kill herself in jail. So, you know, brother, it's a bad situation. It is. It's, oh, it's, boy, it's a messed right. up situation all the way around. Yeah, yes, like, sir, it is. You know, thank, thank, thank God for you yeah, coming we, in there and helping and getting attention to this, man, because this kid needs some help. I appreciate, I appreciate you gentlemen for having me. Yeah, we saw you I on did. the news, and I said, man, I've got to get Quanell on our show. we got to we gotta ask him some questions. Yeah. And you, <laughs> get, to get the truth, I, man. I appreciate you having me. And, I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, I mean, you give me cold chills just talking to you, man. <laughs> Is there any one last thing you want to add before we get off of here, man? I know you're busy. I, I just I just want to say this to your listening audience. Okay. It is important for them not to look at this case on the surface because you'll walk away completely confused. If you're going to formulate and shape an opinion about this entire case and all the parties involved, Take your time and listen and look at all of everything that's out there. Then you can completely see what has been done, what has happened here. And you can make a clear, honest assessment and judgment call on which direction this case needs to go. Because there's so many moving parts. And there's so many different parties that have gotten involved and are involved and have a responsibility to make sure that justice is served. Amen to that, brother. So, yeah. so thank you all for having me. 
I greatly appreciate it. May God bless you and your podcast and your listening audience. Well, bless you, Quanell, and your work you're doing. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. May God bless you, and thank you for having me. Right. Y'all have a good night. Good night to you too, brother. Thank you. But yeah, we want to thank Quanell again. Oh man, thank you for all your work you're doing for down there for this this kid. Because Lord knows he needs some help, and uh, even though he is 25, he's not thinking like he's 25. No. He needs some help. He does. He needs some therapy. Bad. He probably needs a lot more than he realizes. Yeah, we want everybody to share this podcast and get the word out. And see if you can get some help down there, especially since we got a lot of friends in Texas. And uh, we think about all you guys down there and this kid. And uh, good Lord, man, what a story. Yeah. All right, Dale. We're and, uh, get out uh, here, again, buddy. we really appreciate Quanell taking the time because I know he's wide open right now for, for giving us a little bit of time. And uh, Yeah, it took a lot to get him on the show. Yeah. We had to, we had to squeeze him in. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, a lot of your efforts too, Donnie, so thank you for that. Well, I, I, we worked it out. Yes. All right, Dale, we're going to get out of here, bud. All right, let's roll. We want everyone to be safe. Just please be careful and always be aware of your surroundings. Because the next episode could be about you. This is The Crack, Crack House, House Chronicles. Chronicles.